Hello everybody and welcome to Kid Have Lab episode 85. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And today we're actually going to be talking, we're, we're taking it in a little bit of a different direction today. We're talking about a movie uh, called The Shrine that's actually from last year, 2010. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, uh, it, why why do you suppose that we mostly do movies from the 80s <laughs> besides that it's the greatest decade of all time because there was a lot of good stuff I and mean, there was a lot of creativity going on and i really think that uh some some really good things and and people may say the lightning was caught in a bottle a bunch of times in the 80s but mm-hmm. there was some really good stuff in the 80s and and you know what it's funny because i mean this the, this movie today like i said we're talking about the shrine uh was kind of a it's kind of almost a fluke that i watched it uh-huh. And, you know, I don't want to get too much into it now, but uh, the only reason I even took a chance on it be- and is because Ferguson told me to do it. And we'll talk uh, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 open up my 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 thinking route. Yes. Yes. How I how I how I kind of came to decide upon this one. OK, but uh, to me, it's interesting because uh, I don't know. You'll have yeah. to wait and see now Lovely. in a half an hour, you know, 45 minutes after we're done talking about balls. Yeah. Talking about grapefruit sperm in the fridge. Oh my! Oh my! Which, by the way, was a huge hit. Apparently. Oh no! Because it's... I'm not doing that anymore. I don't. I'm drinking some chocolate milk right now, and I just can't. I can't even talk about it, dude. We dude, can't. that one of these days, I'm gonna pull together a best of cadaver lab. Oh. And I'm gonna do like top ten <laughs> gagging scenes. And I bet dude. you. I bet you we have ten, dude. You know what's so sad about it is the people that don't know the show, if that was the first one they listened to, they think that my gag noise and my laugh noise is the same thing. <laughs> Dude, if that was the first one they ever listened to, first of all, their ears got blown out because <laughs> the, the loud dry heaves. But oh se- secondly, I mean, that, I, I don't know. That's just, you know what, kind of like your question of the uh, question episode. of the episode, what movie yeah. would you, to a cadaver lab noob, do not yeah. show them, do not let them listen to episode 84. <laughs> so true. You gotta uh, break them in. Break oh yeah. Them in. I honestly oh. though, there's probably something every single episode that's stupid. Yeah, like that. So oh, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I need to say congratulations to Jr. and Karina for winning the Mirrorball Trophy on Dancing with the Stars tonight. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. Jay Keeps and Chaz Bono didn't win. <laughs> no, they did not. Even though it was a valiant effort. Uh, <laughs> did you ever um, watch that show? No. Why kidding? not? Why? This what do you mean? Good. Why not, dude? It's I'm it's watching. dancing show. What well, is? But there's there's. I'm always watching to see if I can see some pink parts. Well, you yeah, and guess what? You got for your troubles this year, Nancy, Nancy Grace. Grace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. listen. So, speaking of gag reflexes, right there. <laughs> Those are brown parts. By the way, <laughs> I guess we would know now. Yep. But uh, you, you know what's funny is, I mean, I don't want to be a douche or anything, mm-hmm. but, man, she's bigger than I thought she was. Well, like, she's smaller after dancing, though. Is that right? Yeah, she she was she used to not be large, and then she got large when she thought she was pretty good on the TV. Uh-huh. And then uh, she went on the dancing show, and all those people lose, like, a ton of weight. Kirstie Alley lost a bunch last, last year. Ricky yeah. Lake lost a well, bunch last year. Let me ask year. you something about Kirstie Alley. Yeah. When she was in, in cheer, she, she was hot. Dude, she was so hot on Star Trek Three. You're oh yeah, you're right. Or I was forgot. it two? No, it was two. I don't know, but all I know is I saw those pointy ears, and it made yeah. my uh, penis oh. grow some pointy ears of its own. Really? Yeah. No, not really. I did not know that you had a Vulcan penis. 
That is amazing. Well, it's it, the only reason I, it is is because it's bifurcated, kind of like to live long and prosper. Oh, no. Wait, <laughs> nice. is, that, is that Vulcan? I can't even remember. Yes, it is. Okay, mine's, good. mine's a Wookiee. So. <laughs> That's the sound it makes when, when it ejects. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Here comes the. <laughs> dude, your Wookiee noise is so pathetic. <laughs> well, dude, hold on. Hold on, let me get some. What? It was a little too dry. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Don't make me laugh. Okay. Not... All right. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is dude, it... <laughs> grab a hold of your uvula. Grab a hold of it. Stick your fingers oh. around it. Grab your uvula. Oh. Okay. There you go. Uh, there oh, you yes. Go. That was so good. You know what's so funny? It's, uh, the other day, dude, I made – for some reason, every once in a while, without even trying, like yeah. I can do an impression it's perfect, but I can only do it once. I can so never reproduce it. Remember, oh. remember like the time – remember the time I said, enchiladas or, or whatever. I can't, it, it was like it, people were kind of impressed with that, but the thing is, is it's like – I can never recreate See, that. See, because like now that you just said that enchiladas, you sounded just like, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, John Those... Travolta. Oh, oh that, you know what? That sounded more like John Travolta than Miguel Nunez. Yes, it did. <laughs> enchiladas. How did you know how you did? That's terrible. But dude, so I did that at work. I did. Yeah. I did the perfect chewy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a buddy of mine looked at me and said, bro. And I'm like, dude, that is the worst Chewy he ever. Just ruined it. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, speaking of, well, not to change the subject, but didn't you say that someone sat by a John Michael Almost on a plane? Oh yeah, Fer- Ferguson, is? John Michael Almost is James Earl, J- whatever his name is. He's but screwed. he's in this. I'm watching Blade Runner while we're doing this, and he's in this. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He. I just. He's still got the pock marks and everything. Do you know? My question is this. Yeah. Um. He apparently Ferguson was saying he had long hair and, and all this stuff and uh-huh. whatever. I wonder. I'd like to compare ass crack sweat between him yeah. and Michael Chiklis. Yes, that's the barometer. Ferguson, we need your help. We need your help. You need to tell us whether or not whether the the, the ass sweat was going on. Yeah, and oh, if man. it permeated through, or he, like he, so you could see it. Knowing Ferguson, he charmed the panties off of almost and brought oh, them home, yeah. and he has them. Oh, that is so, disgusting. But no, not, it's not just how it is. It. Yeah, <laughs> nice, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, sounds... So do we? So do we need to reset the uh, question of the episode before we get into voicemails, or do you have other stuff we're talking about? For uh, no, I mean I don't really have anything. We did. You're usually in the driver's seat. I'm usually the guy in the side cart on the motorcycle. <laughs> so I'll just shut up and know my place. <laughs> Oh, like when we drive that, I'm Indy and you're like Indy's dad. Yeah, I'm like uh, Junior. Yeah, Junior. <laughs> well, we should just stop the impressions. This is getting awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm short round. That's really what I am. Ooh, how do you? How does it feel to get anally raped by me every single night because you have no parents and no one to love you and you're just stuck with me, Indiana Jones? Um, you knew I that was re- going on, I, by the way. I, I was gonna say I don't remember that part in the movie, but I'll go. I'll go get the unrated. Was in the mo- yeah, get the unrated. <laughs> get the unrated version. <laughs> no, okay, no, okay. So, he- so here's the deal. Why, why don't you? Why don't you remind us about what the what the the question of last episode was? Okay, so the question of last episode was: if you had somebody that came up to you, had never seen a horror movie, 
and said, listen, I want to get into this genre. What is the what is the first film I should watch to get into this? What would be the one that you would recommend that they watch? Mm-hmm. And did so, you come up with one? I did, and I you know I thought about it all week, and actually I, I went in between two, so I'm going to say the two, oh, okay. but I'm going to tell you which one it would be. All right. So I really I went between Psycho. Okay. Oh yeah, that's, and, a, that's actually a really good one. And I went with uh, Evil Dead, right. and, and and so what what tipped the scales for me was that. Seeing the way the movies have gone now, mm-hmm. and that where we at, where we at, where we are at in the genre, and some of the other stuff that's gone on, I went with Evil Dead. Well, there you Just go. Just because it's enough edgy that you have like tree rape, which you know that's that's always a bonus. But but you have like some pretty scary stuff. There's demonic stuff. You've got some pretty good acting in there. So I think that with with how edgy that one was, I went with that instead of Psycho. Now, my what was my oh was sleepy hollow let me yeah. let me explain why i you know i thought mm-hmm, about it and mm-hmm. i thought man you know because <clears throat> you'll you'll hear some of the that most of the voicemails we got about it they're mm-hmm. they're talking about the classics like the, the, the you mm-hmm. know the, the great stuff like then we'll get to those but um i want to explain why i chose sleepy hollow yeah first of all um if you have never watched a horror movie um i mean i i assume i i i, I First of all, I kind of wanted to let them in a little bit easy. Um, mm-hmm. And when I say easy, I mean easy in a couple of ways. First of all, Sleepy Hollow kind of yeah. has the, the, the look and the quality of, you know, a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking to myself, well, yeah, we could we could show them. Like so another one that came up that I was thinking about was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I'm like, you know uh-huh. what? It, and I use my wife as kind of a, an example of kind of mm-hmm. what would what would how would she have reacted, mm-hmm. you know, to this whatever. And I think something like that may that just the the, the feel, you know, of mm-hmm. the, the film where I I really love and appreciate the graininess and the, you know, and maybe the over, uh, like the like the over exaggerated acting, you know, with the right. guy in the wheelchair and whatnot. And uh, you know, I mean, I do appreciate that. I I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if 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 somebody who is totally new to the genre would, you know, right. that's number one. Number two, it's talking with guys at work. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, they always joke about how, um, you know, they, they give me a hard time for whatever, you know. I mean, just it's all in good fun and stuff. But they right. give me a hard time about, oh yeah, well, well yeah, what so and so was in this movie, but then he actually figured out how to act and now was in uh-huh. you know real movies, blah blah blah, hardy hardy uh-huh. hard, right? So, I mean, you got Johnny Depp, you got Christina Ricci, and you got Jeffrey Jones, and a bunch of guys who have been in a ton of other movies. You know, right. guys, people that they're going to recognize, and I think it's going to make them feel a little bit more comfortable with that. And so, right. basically, that's that's why I did it. I don't, I didn't do it because I, I like think it. it's the greatest movie ever. Right. However, right. I do. Th- I, I mean, first of all, I mean, not to say I don't love it, but. I just think that it's it's going to be a film where somebody's going to come in. They're not going to be distracted or turned off by, you know, some of the things that that have become so that we've become so used to, right. you know, in being fans of horror that, um, you know, that they can just sit and enjoy and you know mm-hmm. maybe start down that path. And uh, you know, within a couple of weeks, they'll be watching Sallow and uh, <laughs> um, you know whatever other shit eating movies there are. I, you know, I actually had a, a chance because um, I went on this fishing trip 
a couple years ago, and uh, <coughs> I had all the, you know, I started I started collecting horror movies, so mm-hmm. I brought them all with us because it was just a guy's trip. Right. And so they were, so we were sitting around playing cards one night, and uh, one of them was like, "Hey, don't you have a bunch of horror movies? We ought to watch one. Which one should we watch?" Mm-hmm. And I actually threw on Evil Dead. Oh, cool. And so, and a lot of those guys hadn't watched horror movies. You know, they'd seen scary movies and stuff. But, sure. Um, and so we had a good laugh about it. It was funny. It was interesting to see their reaction to it because, you know, we, we it was a group of guys and we were lighthearted playing cards. And so uh, during some of those parts where otherwise they may have been a little, little scary, we were all laughing about how funny it was. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. So I kind of had a cool. chance to do that's that. That's awesome. But, uh, I, you know, that's good a, that, stuff, dude. That's a I great like story. You know, and I also, I, I mean, we, we kind of made the, 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 or the question fairly simplistic. I mm-hmm. also think that there's a lot of other factors to consider mm-hmm. when, when doing that. Like, I mean, you know, if it's one, if it's a d- douchebag dude that I know, and I, you know, yeah. I know him pretty well, right. I, I right. feel like I'd be able to gauge a little bit better than right. you know, just kind of a generic thing. But <laughs> we had a lot of people, um, uh, call in with some uh, with some feedback uh, in answering that question. Nice. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to get right into those. Yeah, let's um, do it. Okay, I did, I did get one email. Oh, okay. And uh, I, we usually don't read emails, you okay. know, because it's so easy just to call Sam from Portland. Okay. <laughs> but but I'm going to read this one just because I it, it brought up another question. Anyways, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, he said, I would suggest Car- John Carpenter's The Thing is a decent intro to the horror genre. Sure, it's mm-hmm. got the blood and gore effects, but it's more about the paranoia and the, quote, who can I trust suspense that I personally mm-hmm. love in horror flicks. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, that's his two cents. You can either share it or kick yourselves in the balls, whatever. <laughs> My question to you is, can we share it and kick ourselves in the ball? Why has it got to be either or? That's, Why that's you got to put that limitation question. on us? Yeah, dude, don't limit what we can do. So, so no, I mean, so so. What do you think about his pick? I think that's good. I, I love like that, that movie. because that's one of the reasons why I was toying with Psycho mm-hmm. is because you had some horror, you know, right at the very beginning. You're like, oh, that's freaking horrible. Right. But then you have this weird, mysterious type thing, and then right at the end, you figure out how freaking psychotic this dude was, mm-hmm. so that you have to go back and watch it again. Plus, Anthony Perkins was. Phenomenal. Oh, he was so this. good in that. It, I don't know what it is, but he was so. I, I found him so interesting in, the, in that movie. Well, yeah, yeah, he was interesting, but it's it's the fact that once you know, once you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. if you don't know what's going to happen, and I didn't, you mm-hmm. know, you always hear about, there's several movies that I always heard about and, and didn't watch until later in life. Some of those were the Godfather movies. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess that's probably the biggest one, but Godfather and then Psycho. They were movies that I had not watched, but you always hear reference to them. Always, right. always, mm-hmm. always. And it's not until you go watch them. There's good reason to. Well, yeah, and so then with Psycho, I didn't know how it ended. I had no idea. I just knew the knife and the little <laughs> noise yep. that, that you always hear. That was as, my Chewy impression, by the way. Yeah, that, that was really good, dude. Sound like a monkey getting raped. Anyways. Wow. <laughs> so, how did you know what that sounds like? <laughs> I've done it. Um, so, <laughs> were, you the, were you the monkey? or <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, uh, yeah, sorry. No. But, uh, but, but the fact that once I had watched it and I didn't know that that's how it was going to end, I was like, oh my gosh, it was so awesome. And I had to watch it again just to kind of see how this, how they did that. And, you know, what, what, what were the other clues to the fact that this, that this was going on with this guy? And so, mm-hmm. um, very well done. And that, and so that's why I kind of thought about that one as well. So I totally agree with him that the paranoid well, And how thing, many, how many paranoid quote unquote, uh, ten, tension scenes get are better than the blood test? You know, oh, yeah. scene in yeah. that movie. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't. Oh. It doesn't get a heck of a lot better than that. 
Yeah, yeah. and and you have uh, kind of like at the end of the fog, or is it the fog or the mist? I think it's the mist, because the fog is the older one. The mist right. is the one with the aliens that are coming out, and mm-hmm. right at the end they mm-hmm. they make a decision, and then they <laughs> then they regret that decision. Really well, quickly. they're dead, or else they yeah. would have. Yeah, but I mean, just one of those. Oh, what? Did that, is that a spoiler? Were you t- you trying spoiler. to avoid a spoiler? Okay. No. Sorry, go uh, watch The Mist. It still is awesome. Yeah, it is still awesome. So, yeah, great. That's a great suggestion, the thing. Sweet. Uh, okay, so we have a uh, shitload of voicemails. Uh, maybe awesome. we should just get right into those. And because uh, I'm actually pretty stoked to start talking about the shrine. Me too. And, and you know, in this in this episode, we usually mm-hmm. you know have talked about the movie. You know, and just mm-hmm. you know, just as a preliminary, just hey, how's it going? How'd you like? Right. You know, whatever. Right. Yeah, so we have an idea. I have no idea what you thought of this, and I don't want to know until we start talking about it. I so. like that idea. Sweet dude. All right. So <clears> let's <throat> start. Uh, here is Darian. Hey, fellas, it's Darian from the Padded Room. Hey, Sam, I got to talk to you about your observation at the gym, man. I don't know which gym you're going to, but the one I go to is like one step above a gay bar. You know what I mean? Oh, it must be nice. Dude on dude hookups all day long, all night. I got to be my fiance. I don't want these guys getting the wrong impression. Sometimes it gets a little uncomfortable in there, too, you know? They get on with the, uh, oh, yeah, pump it, bro, pump it. A little bit harder, yeah. Weird me out. You guys, I swear to God, are about two seconds away from having full-on sex with each other right there in the middle of the gym. I just hope you don't oh, hear yeah, it. I bring, I bring my fiance yeah. because I don't want to, uh, you know, anybody getting the wrong idea. Uh, when she's not available, sometimes I'll just go find a random chick and attach myself to her. I guess that gets uncomfortable, too, but what are you going to do? Um, as far as the question goes and, uh, you know, which uh, horror movie would you recommend for somebody looking to get into it? I got to go with uh, Return of the Living Dead. That's a classic for me. I mean, it's funny. It's got pretty good special effects, a little bit on the scary side, and some pretty good nudity. Anyway, that's it for me, fellas. See you next week. Very nice. You know, I I can appreciate his observation about the gym. Um, You know, I'm I'm a dude that if someone asks me to spot them, I make sure that I'm I'm standing over them so that the sweat drops off my balls down my shorts. Um... So I can understand where you're coming from because there's nothing better than getting in there with my spandex and showing off my package, dude. And uh, and so I can I can understand that. But still, dude, still, even though you do that, you realize that if you're bringing a female in there, you are directly judged on that female. And if the female's hot, then then they're they're eye effing her. So you just need to, you just need to, you need to understand what you're what you're up against there. But still, I can I can understand that. That uh, man, that's a conundrum. It is a conundrum because what do you do? Exactly. You don't want to think that that, that uh, you know you use your ball sack as a mud flap, but jeez, oh, um, but uh, you know you got to be careful about that. Yeah. So uh, what was this? Oh, Return of Living Dead. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yeah. And I'm not I'm yeah. not disagreeing with him necessarily. Yeah. But what I I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't use my wife as is who is who I test this with. Mm-hmm. I think if my wife watched that, she'd just be like, oh, she, I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 lo- I love that movie, but, you know, me getting into well, horror Well, like I said, Darian, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. Well, I, I may be a little bit disagreeing with you, but I, I'm not saying you're wrong. 
How's right, that? exactly. How's that? See, because for me, I would I would put that as one of the first five movies. Exactly. Like if they told me to put a list of five together, that would be like probably three or four, like two, three or four. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely one that you have to watch. So it just depends on because I'm sure that when everybody's thinking about this question, they're thinking about that exact person who they would right. have watched this movie and, and why. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I it's it's still a great suggestion, and and I agree with you to the point that that would be in my top five of of like a list of five. Yep, awesome. For them All to right, watch. you ready for the next one? Yes. <laughs> All right, dude. I listened to this one. This is Flopo, and she's listening to you choke. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! Here it comes. She thinks that's hilarious. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I use a slow pal. I'll try to get through the rest of the <laughs> Oh my die. gosh. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> nice, dude. Way to represent. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so happy that that's exact. But that's exactly what was going to happen. That's why I freaking tried to stop myself from even telling that story. Because I knew that was going to happen. We're all glad you did. We're, oh, you know, my gosh. This, you know what? You know how we've mentioned in the past that this is kind of a cathartic thing that we do for ourselves? Yes, yes. Well, this is also a um, a very uh, – what do you call it? Like a, like a, it's like speaking with a counselor. You know, it's like <laughs> all these people are there to help us. You know what? And that was Flopo's <laughs> way of doing what she thought would help you the most. That's See right. what I'm saying? Because it's yes. all love here, you know? Yes. And so, now I will never tell a story about barfing again. No, 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 no. That's a wrong, that, that's a wrong thing. <laughs> Come on. She's, she's, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm trying no, to stick up for funny. her. That was just really mean. Yeah, but I thought it was really funny, though. <laughs> well, she called back well a couple deserved. other times. So, uh, oh, okay. So here we go. Hey, it's me, Flopo. Um... I have probably a very bad connection because the little mice that that they keep in the cage, that they run on the little wheel that keep our phones going. A few of them are drowned <laughs> off. That's by how the Canadian rain, phone system so my works. connection's not real good. Anyway, I, I really thought about this, and the film that I would introduce somebody with would definitely be a Serbian film. What? Now wow. I know you're going to say why. Yes, well, the do. reason is because I have a mortal fear at this point in my life that there may be other people who will grow up into the two of you. And I figure <laughs> if if they have an interest in horror and I show them a Serbian film, not only will they never watch horror again, they will not go near any digital product that carries flash videos, DivX videos, any type of videos. So I think that's probably a safe bet. A Serbian so film. Oh, my gosh. And... Um, that's, you know, kind of like my version of thinning out the herd. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Talk to you later. If, the, if all she was world. doing was thinning out the herd, why do I still feel so, like, used and hurt? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is, and you know what? That is such a great re- That's the only reason to watch that film. Oh, my gosh. From dude. what I understand. I haven't seen it. I won't watch it. But I hate it. I, I mean, I... I you know what's so funny is those movies like that, I always think to myself, man, I got to see these. 
Mm-hmm. I, I've got to see these, and I mm-hmm. so I watch them. And you know what? Mm-hmm. There, there's a pile of like five other movies that I have that I that that from what I hear fall into that same category. And I'm right. Like, Man, I got. I just got to watch these. But every time I watch them, I regret it. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm I. Apparently, I'm not learning my lessons. I still have a handful of them to go through. Oh, man. But whatever. I mean, listen, you know what? <laughs> I I think we're fun and charming. Listen, okay. that's uh, because <laughs> we're looking through the world is with our rose-colored glasses on. But uh, uh, And that's how I wanted to stay. Okay. I'm with you there, dude. <laughs> right, Plus, ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Uh, oh, she called in one last time. So okay. she, there, there must be something about us she likes. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's me again. You know, I meant to ask, why don't y'all have contests anymore? Now, granted, <laughs> your prizes totally sucked ass, okay? Oh. They were, like, truly some of the worst prizes. I mean, and that's if you got them, you know, like a year <gasps> or so later. But that's not the point. The point is... <laughs> the, it was the thrill of the hunt, and I really missed that. I really missed the competition uh-huh. and the, you know, the raging hormones and the, just the thrill of the chase. And, um, and then for all to all flat, yeah, maybe I'm fall getting flat when I get my prize. Where they killed human people. Yeah. Uh, human people. <laughs> where they kill people. What? Okay, it's been a long morning already, and all that hazelnut Baileys in my coffee. Why do people get drunk and call into your show? Have you ever wondered... You ask yourselves that. Anyway, I'm think... still saying bring back the contest, and you can just tell people that you're going to give them something, and just don't even bother sending it. But still, it, that would really be fun because I really enjoyed those. I, yeah. I think you should bring them back. Yeah, That's a great idea. and uh, really wouldn't require you to put any more effort into your your already busy schedule yeah don't you yeah. forget it yeah that's what i meant okay <laughs> bye yeah, you, know, you know what we should do is we should go get some more of those glamour shots with uh, me behind you and uh <laughs> and we should sign those and send them out <laughs> on my hand on your shoulder <laughs> both hands on my shoulder <laughs> are you checking my prostate and uh and then we can oh we could sign them and send them out dude you know what i'll tell you i'll tell you why we haven't done it because i ran out of stuff in the prize closet Oh, really? Yeah. we got to get more stuff. How do we get more stuff? Where well, were you getting it before? Basically, people would give it to me. <laughs> oh, really? Like, yeah, they would just be like, hey, have some CDs to give away. And so they said, Why are they not doing that anymore? Um, Well, I kind of went out and asked for them. Oh. I could be like, hey, guess what? We have this. Or it was like, it was like, uh, Die Monster Die, who, uh-huh. who I know, you know, I know personally and stuff like right. that. But, and, right. you know, and it was also, we've been giving away some of Sean's, uh, um, comics you know yeah but and it's probably it's none of that stuff that sucks it's it's probably all the other like it's it, it, i swear some people just sent me their like they're like little you know the shit that's been at the bottom of their closet for a long time <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. i've been i've been giving it out it's whatever i have no shame all right Dude, get, get off my back <laughs> that that reminds me of a story do you want to hear a story sure absolutely so i've got this kid that uh he he lives by he lives by me and uh, he was doing some volunteer work over this this uh, retirement center, mm-hmm. and I uh, think so. This this group of kids and and uh, you know a couple of adult leaders. This was not me, by the way. Uh, went over this retirement center, and they were volunteering by playing bingo with these old folks. Mm-hmm. And as they were sitting at the table, they saw this piece of orange on the floor that had been on the floor. It looked like it had been there for probably weeks. It had hair on it. It had mold mm-hmm. on it. It had all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this kid. He's like, how much would you give me to eat that? And so they pulled oh together. Oh my gosh! They pulled together twenty three dollars. 
and the free he did it for twenty three dollars. Picked it up and ate it. When you talked about pulling stuff out of the bottom of your closet, this kid freaking took a hairy, moldy orange oh, that that's sitting disgusting. there and and literally had hair on it, and he freaking oh, ate that it for so twenty bucks. For twenty three bucks, twenty three dollars. When he grows up to be a prostitute. He is definitely not going to oh get his money's worth. What did oh, what, what I say? What? No, I, I was I was supposed to be still in my head. He's it, so funny though. He he's he's a good kid, but you know, oh I couldn't believe that he did that. Gosh, dude! Oh, I probably would I would have heaved at the old folks' home. You know what? A, what could? What, you know what it was? It was probably what? like some like denture adhesive that had coagulated. Oh. <laughs> Did somebody... Part of a colostomy bag that fell out, <laughs> or the orange had already gone through once. Oh, 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 oh! Wow, wow! Dude, the worst part of it, whatever it was, was that it's probably been rolling. Never mind. Let's let's just. I don't. Be... I don't want to. I don't want I to just... heave two in a row. <laughs> the bottom line is, we need to get some prize together. I guess. And, hey, listen, we, hey, if anybody listen, wants to volunteer some some prize materials or know someone who might be able to help us, that's great. I listen, honestly, now, now I used to be more. I used to be more um, on top of that kind of stuff, but yeah, you know, it's I just I just haven't lately, and I guess I don't really know why. Well, now that uh, now that uh, the Buckright Two Thousand is paying to advertise with us, that's... Um, we you know we may have a little side cash that we can start throwing the prizes. Yeah, sure. Maybe we could just send out the Buck Ride 2000. Why not? Liability issues. It's liability. Yeah, we're what still are you talking getting, about. There's a class action suit right now against just, the Because you didn't stand enough of the bumps off, or what? No. Well, I thought that that would be what people want. Oh, I would think that's what people want. Exactly. All right. That's <laughs> point. All right. Here's the next one. All right. Hey guys, Chris is Poppy. Um, I've been going over the old Cadaver Lab episodes. Please don't mm-hmm. ask me why. And right now I'm on the uh, your Hellraiser retrospective, oh the gosh. second part, where you're going over uh, Hellraiser Inferno. And I don't know why I didn't catch this earlier, but Sam said that he never saw the original Halloween. Now, I got to call you out, Sam. I mean, I love you and all, but and I'm pretty sure, you know, maybe you, you've seen it since I have. this. I have. But I got to know, have you seen it yet? And yes. if not, why not? Yes. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. And it, it, you know what? It may have been right around that time. Um, it was interesting because as we started doing the podcast, one of the things that we had decided to do were some of the movies that maybe weren't as mainstream. And that was kind of the – I mean, we have done some like we did the, you know, the Hellraiser retrospective. We ended up doing later the, uh, you know, the Halloween – or, I mean, I'm sorry, the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. and the Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I mean, we kind of went back and did some of those. But I really think that we really started out on the podcast doing some of the different things. And so um, one of the other reasons is is because, you know, Mike Mike does a very good job of choosing what we're going to watch. And sometimes we watch stuff he's already seen, and other times he watches things that he um, – that, I'm sorry, what did I say first? That sometimes we watch things that you've seen, but other times, most of the time we watch things that you have not seen and are trying to get to. And then maybe it's so, me being selfish, but I've been, I've tried to be, I've tried to choose stuff that I had never seen. Yeah, which lately. which is good because then it makes, it makes our conversations more interesting. So with all that, and, and honestly, um, this, this going to the format that we're at where we're watching one movie, it gives me an opportunity really to watch quite a quite a bit more stuff on my own, and you know, I, I did watch Halloween. Um, I watched it pretty quick after that, um, if I remember, because it's been a long time since I've seen it, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. You know, and watching but, movies uh, that we don't have to sit and take notes for, or like really mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's a difference between watching a yes. movie for the show and just sitting yep. and watching it too. Oh, absolutely. Don't you think? I, so, I enjoyed I mean, it, yeah, and I liked it a lot. So, Because I found myself doing the same thing. It's like, you know, sure, we're only doing one movie for the show, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still watching a ton of movies. Yeah, cranking them out, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, you know I, I just don't have to. It's just not that, you know, kind of, right. I guess it never really was a stress, but it was just another thing I had on my to-do list. But no, no absolutely. that's cool. I, it's a good question, and, you know, you'll hear some of that. I, there was a reason why everybody was calling me a noob right there at the beginning and freaking busting my balls on it because I literally was. I mean, I had watched some horror movies and me and Mike used to watch a couple here and there back in the day. But as far well, we as usually went with softcore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then would uh, never mind. Um, so <laughs> so anyways, you know, I've <laughs> so I've uh, I, I've definitely seen a lot now. I'm I would never I've consider been doing myself this three an expert. Years. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about episode 85, where at least 50 of those um, I was a part of, and, and we were watching three movies each. You know, I, I've seen my share of horror movies now, but I still wouldn't call myself an expert. But I wouldn't um, call myself an expert for I've sure. I've seen either. a lot. Yep, but I've seen a lot. Sweet dude, Gracie's yeah, Poppy called back. Oh, good. Hey guys, Gracie's Poppy. Uh, Sam, um, I think you got to get yourself checked out, man, because you know, I, I also, you know. <laughs> chilled out my seat, you know, just for the hell of it. And um, <laughs> what? <laughs> mine turned out to look like, you know, chunky banana pudding. So I, I, I don't know oh, this uh, watery grapefruit. Shit, I, I think you have no cookies. Oh, there. I don't know. I Maybe do this. Take it just don't and this also got me in trouble with my wife. And how would um, feel going down the back you know, of your throat? Oh, for dessert, oh, and I hear her say, hey, dumbass, how long has this been sitting here? This, this smells like it's spoiled. So I had to hurry up and, and get oh, it. So, yeah, maybe fuzz. we should throw this away. You just, you know, I avoided disaster that way. So, but oh, um, dude, I love how he yeah, portrays Sam, go his check wife. yourself out. Make sure everything's working right, guys. You know, that didn't sound too cool. Uh, question of the episode: <laughs> uh, What movie would I have uh, the new? I bet he says Halloween. Or anybody that wanted to yeah, just get yeah, started yeah. to horror and then bust my balls. What I start them out with? This is this one's pretty easy because this is one I showed all all my kids their first horror show, horror movie was. Night of the Living Dead. That was, that was their first oh. movie. And oh. uh, my, my son, Jack, he's five now. He, uh, I saw, he just saw it last year for it. And um, when it was over, he told me, Daddy, I need to see it again. Well, not exactly that way. He's more like, uh, again, oh, wow. again. But they, it was, huh. that's the movie I say that, that you should start people out with, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Then work your way up to the Cannibal Clarex. That's a good All one. Right? Take it easy, guys. I'll talk <laughs> to you. What's her? You, Dick, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. what's funny is, you know, we haven't really talked about, I mean, you probably haven't shown any, any, uh, scary movies to your kids just cause they're, uh, they would freak they out. Are, or you would oh die. my gosh. My, my daughter, Alexandra closes her eyes during, and she's my oldest. She's my 10 year old. She closes her eyes during star Wars. Dude. She, you know, she can't, even if there's something scary on TV, she'll close her eyes. I mean, they just don't. They don't deal well with scary stuff. They just don't. The first movie I ever showed, she's eight now. Mm-hmm. My daughter is, uh, oh, and all of a sudden it just dropped out of my mind. What was it? Drag Me to Hell. Holy crap. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, So, and she freaking loved it. She was jumping around, yeah. screaming and laughing. And, yeah. But, but since then, I've showed her a few, you know, like I did uh-huh. show her Night of the Living Dead. Uh-huh. And she she didn't really think that it was a very scary, but I I think it's just because I don't know I 
I've kind of slowly been breaking them in. Uh-huh. You know? Well, your room, you've got all the scary stuff on your walls. Oh, yeah. And they're they're just kind of used to that now. I mean, Probably. You know, they're, they're in and out of there, and it's just not that kind of stuff. They, they you know, they know it's not real. And, oh, yeah. And so it's not scary. Like, I, yeah, I even, uh, I mean, I've even watched a couple of the old William Castle films with uh, mm-hmm. my four-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, and my three-year-old. But my three-year-old has, like, the attention span of a tsetse fly, so it's like. Yeah, yeah. He he runs in and out and whatever, but <laughs> here's another. Hey guys, Crazy's Poppy again. Seriously, um, I forgot something, and I actually forgot to do this last week too. I just wanted to apologize for saying that these question of the episodes were stupid. Yeah, you know, didn't hurt our feelings. I'm, I don't. I don't, I don't I was, even I was feeling belligerent. You know, totally not myself. But uh, you know, these these are kind of fun. And Sam, good job for coming up with you. This is this is a cool idea. I like hearing responses from everybody else. But oh, I just wanted you. to apologize again. I'm 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 sorry. Oh wow! Now oh, I gosh. feel better. Later. Seriously, <laughs> just kidding, dude. He is not. Let, let me tell you something. Let me just give you a little bit of a. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say this. When we decided to do this podcast, it's because Mike and I really have some thick skin. Anyways. Oh yeah. I think there's. I think there's a lot of people that could get into this and maybe are into this who have very thin skin, and uh, you know it makes it for a non non fun atmosphere listen me and mike don't take ourselves seriously no. at all and so there, there's pretty much nothing and and, and and part of this is too is is pre-designed pre-designed that i you know i don't share a lot of stuff that you know personal stuff that if if i if i got into that could offend me if people were making fun of it mm-hmm. if that makes sense anything that i talk about on the podcast or anything like that you know, it's fair game, and, and we have a great time with it. But, you know, I probably am 99.9% sure I'm never going to get offended by anything anybody says. I just – I was freaking barfing my guts out, and I got called a pussy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if it, listen, I don't get offended by that at all. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hope, you know, in the spirit of being fun, and I, I'm glad that Gracie's poppy calls because he, you know, has some great insight, and he does a lot of fun stuff. But I, I truly hope you don't you don't worry about that, that, that you'd be offended by anything that you say like that. Right. Plus, if you did, we'd berate you on the show and feel better about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, like the one, the only time where we've been kind of laughing was when the one guy was like, I don't listen to your show anymore because it doesn't come out at a certain time. Dude. So I just can't handle it anymore, so I'm not listening. Dude, you and have so not have... been to the Facebook page lately. Oh, really? We got another piece of hate mail. Oh, we did? We yes. did, just barely. And I wasn't really even going to say anything about it because it's like, yeah. Yeah, we got plenty of stuff to talk about today. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'll t- quickly, I'll tell you what happened real quick. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Okay, so basically, it, I don't I don't exactly know who this was from. It was kind of one of those uh, emails that, that doesn't say a name or anything like that. And I don't really uh-huh. think of – and I don't know if it was a um, you know an anonymous one or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't really mm-hmm. – it, it looked – up and up, you know, on the up and up anyway, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so um, he he says, okay, first of all, he starts out says, you know what, I'm okay with the new format, you know, whatever, but I'm going to yeah. have to stop listening since you guys only do one flick per episode. And it's like, you're going to have to stop listening. You know, in my in my head, I'm thinking, you're going to have to stop listening because yeah. we only do one movie an episode. Uh, basically, I just like, hey, you know, uh, appreciate your feedback, but I mean, we have family, we have kids, we have you know yeah. whatever, and uh, the show's actually going really well. Uh, it's All working right. out. It's working out for both of us. So probably not going to change anytime soon. You yeah. Know? And uh, you know, I figured I figured it was a uh, you know respectful enough, but yeah, you know, so I figured whatever. I mean, 
I didn't, I mean, I, at that point, I didn't think of it, but uh, actually, yeah. let me see here. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, okay, here's his, here's his response. Uh, uh, you and Sam think that you are pretty awesome, don't you, period. Just remember that your, Y-O-U-R, not famous, your, Y-O-U-R, just podcasters who nobody cares about. One day you will be completely forgotten and you will have nothing left of your pathetic life. <laughs> but see, the funny part about that is, is the, and the reason why that's not offensive is because we literally, he, he's exactly right, I guess, maybe is what the, we, we don't, we don't do this because we think we're famous. And we don't pretend like we're famous. We don't. Uh... Well, dude, dude, the irony in this is rich because yeah. one day we'll be completely forgotten and you'll have nothing left of your pathetic life. Well, dude, right. we just explained to you that the reason <laughs> that we do this is because we have another life. Okay. I mean, not to be a dick. Yeah, right. And I wasn't even going to bring this up or anything like that, yeah. but we've been having yeah. some fun with it on the podcast yeah. or on the, yeah. on the uh, Facebook group right. and whatever. Right. But I, right. you know, it's just like, I don't really, I don't really know how to react to something like that because my first instinct would, would be to like light this guy up. Well, but yeah. it's like, you know, I'm not, I mean, he's, he's where's that, an, what's that going to do? I don't know his yeah. situation. I'm not going to say that's exactly what I was going to say. He's probably, he's probably sitting in his mama's basement being a bit. No, I don't know. I, who cares? Yeah. Well, you know? and that's what I was going to say. I mean, I don't know why he's, why he's mad about that. Hopefully we, you I, know, we I do, figure it's penis we, we say, well, we say some edgy stuff <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. You know, he's probably Canadian and because, <laughs> because I make fun of Canadians all the time. And, and so, you know, you just never know. And and we do say some stuff that's edgy, and some of the sometimes um, you know people get a little irritated. I don't know. Maybe sometimes you make fun of people's voicemails, but it's because if I were to leave a voicemail and people made fun of it, I think it was hilarious. Let me ask so, you something, though, dude. Do you think yeah. that do you think that that's the kind of thing that that would say? You know what? I'm not going to be famous. He's right. I'm going to start doing more movies and episodes. I mean, I don't understand why but, you do this. Okay. Is, because, it seems like he's kind of feels powerless or something. Well, maybe there's I don't, other podcasters out there. Maybe there's other podcasters out there that would think that. But I don't know. The fact of the, 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 the fact of the, the matter is, is that that's there's re, there are reasons why you and I do this. Mm -hmm. And maybe nobody understands what those reasons are. But the fact, the fact that me and you have so much damn fun doing it and something exactly. to look forward to every week. And, the, and, and the, you know what? We'll invite as many people that want to into this to enjoy it with us. And we're not going to exclude anybody. But, but there are reasons that we do this that are, that are, are way beyond, hey, listen, we're trying to be famous and we're trying to do some, you know, we're trying. Has that even ever come up? I don't. No, no. I don't think so. I mean, we joke around about stuff, but, you know, I. <laughs> I mean, we're just not like that. So, anyways, like I said, the guy must be coming from. He must be having a bad day, and something that we've said got misconstrued somewhere. But you know, hopefully, hopefully, he will keep listening, and that he will like the format. Because instead of three movies every other week to every three weeks, now we do one movie every week. Well, and then and one, works, out, uh, works I, out great. Taylor on the on the uh, on the on the Facebook page said that he said, "Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're probably putting out more now than." Back in the day, but you know, whatever. I listen. I'm not. I shouldn't. I. I really shouldn't have brought it up. But it was so tempting, just yeah. because it's like you know. It. I guess on some level, you know, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I. I really. 
I don't know. Whatever. Let's move. Well, on. And these and these things have been uh, creeping up. I mean, we're looking at this now. We've been going like fifty something minutes, and we haven't even started talking about the movie. You right. know, when we went to this when we went to this format, you know, thirty minutes in or twenty minutes in, we were starting on the movie. So. Well, that's because we didn't do any voicemails. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So we're doing the slab. The slab. That's right. No. Nope. Anyways, all right. we have a few more to go through, so let's get let's on. Let's do it. Hey, Mike and Sam, it's Johnny Krug. I was calling in to say a great episode on Nightmare City. Uh, I was actually kind of shocked you guys didn't like it more, but uh, and I can understand, I can see how it's not for everybody because it is. It's definitely it's probably not the first movie I'd show somebody if they're getting into horror. Real slow in parts and uh, <laughs> just kind of uh, spastic in other parts. But anyway, I was calling to answer the question. Apparently, last time I did that, I was an episode behind and I looked like an asshole. So. <laughs> Um, I'm going to actually answer the current question this week. Um, I think I, it was really hard to narrow down what movie I would show to someone who was just getting into horror because I wanted to scare the shit out of them, but then I decided that's probably not a good idea if you want them to keep watching horror. Right. So yeah, I think ultimately yeah. a good movie to you know start them off would be John Carpenter's Halloween from 78. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's got pretty good pacing, uh, good acting and stuff, but... You know, it's got the jump scares and everything, but I think it's not too terrifying. Like, it's not like throwing mm-hmm. in something like The Exorcist and, you know, scaring the shit out of someone. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, keep up the great work, guys, and uh, catch you later. Peace. You know, you know what's like funny it. about I that? Like is what? Johnny would show, would show somebody this movie, and then after the movie was over, they would look over at Johnny, and Johnny would have his shirt off saying, Do you like what you see? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that is good oh um, dude by the way speaking of johnny yeah. um we are planning on doing an indies in december it's coming back nice we've just been so busy especially uh lately he's been going through some bs and it's been mm-hmm. you know i've been through the kidney stones i love how i mentioned the kidney stone every episode but yeah. uh um so no, but but we've talked. We're going to get back into it in December. So I will. So don't for all of those who who wanted you to uh, see a video of me eating a tuna salad sandwich while watching. Oh, yeah, man. they'll get. They'll probably get it. Okay, unless awesome, I make a man. huge comeback, which is impossible because Johnny is Johnny knows more about this shit than I do for sure. That's awesome. But yeah, man. So I am actually really stoked about that. Speaking Good. of speaking of other stuff, go to douchecast5k.com. Douche. Douche, uh, thirty days of douchebaggery. Yeah, Vincent Price. We're almost there. We we we're our, we only have like four more slots to fill. Nice. And these uh, are, are killing it. Oh yeah, dude. I can't. It actually hasn't been too bad. It's because yeah. I've only done like four or five. But whatever. <laughs> All right. I, I've done. I've done a grand total of zero. Well, dude. So dude I'm such a. You're a douche. See, a see, douche. see. That's the thing. It's like okay, you work hard and you, and you set out things. You're a douche. If you don't do it, you're a douche. So yeah, you lose so either way. way. All right, All right I'll, I'll take it. Uh, let's see, we got uh, uh, a couple more voicemails. Here we go. Hey, Mike and Sam, this is Kyle from KC. Dude. Uh, answer the Sam's question of the week about uh, which horror movie would I show a first timer? I'd say a Creep Show. That way you get a oh, feel a for a couple oh. different you know styles, a couple different stories. Yeah. And it's just an all around great 80s movie. Not too gory, but gory enough to keep you interested. And great yeah. effects, you know, great stories. And it's just all around, you know, a good movie for a beginner. So that'd be my I'll choice. Like Nice, nice, dude. Very good. You know, is it just me? Have you? Uh, do you remember much about Creepshow? 
You know, uh, no, it's been a long time since I watched it. Do you know, do you remember the one with Stephen King in it where, I can't remember exactly what happens, but there's some kind of a, um, a meteor that comes down and like, and like moss grows on everything. I can't, listen, I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but I always skip that one because for some reason I do not like that one. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen about making a, making a a version of it where that one's cut out and it's only like an hour long, but I'm just kidding. (laughs) Nice. I hope I'm talking about the right movie. (laughs) And I think, but whatever. No, uh, great. I think that's an awesome one. I know that, uh, the, the birthday cake thing, that's always great. Yep. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, here's uh, metal Mikey. Okay. My cadaver labians. This is the genuine article. Metal Mikey yes. calling in. You know, after a day at work, I just had to have a refreshing glass of grapefruit juice, and I just decided, oh, I'll catch up on some Dabber Lab and listen. <laughs> and the last episode I listened to was Nightmare City, which was obviously not Zombie Lake. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I wanted to answer the question of the episode, which is the recommendation of a horror film for a person who has no experience and wants to get into it. And my answer is Erotic Nights of the Living Dead. Why? Because who doesn't love hardcore sex, wieners being bit off, and masturbation with a champagne bottle? What? I can't say I don't love it. Outside of being an asshole, I actually do have a serious answer, and that would actually be Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. Oh, I thought one, about it when you answered the question yeah. on the episode, yeah. and I'm like, it's well, it contains enough Freddy lore that it could still be taken seriously, but yet the series is kind of bridging over into something that's a bit goofy-ish, because mm-hmm. you have the Dream Warrior aspect to it. And I actually do feel that that oh, would be beautiful. a good choice for somebody that wants to dip their toes into the genre, because... Really, you don't need that much of a previous story to the first Nightmare on Elm Street. It's kind of given to you in the background. And it gives you an right. intro, like a running start to probably one of the most beloved horror icons in modern cinema. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. My genuine answer is Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. So you, Mike, like you, Sam, long time talking. And I, of course, will talk to you again soon. You know, after Sam probably hurls in the garbage <laughs> or the toilet, wherever he's throwing up at this point anyway talk to you later. bye <laughs> or in a, he's wearing a bib for this episode so we're okay. i am you just have to you never know where that stuff's gonna come in. <laughs> no that's a great one that's the that's first my that's definitely my favorite one definitely yeah, my favorite good. one that was definitely good there, i can't really argue with that one yeah in fact i can't argue with any of them i think they're all good suggestions no no, no i'm well listen like i said i I'm like you, i may or may not agree people's. but i'm not saying they're wrong that's right. He's not saying they're wrong while we're recording, but when we're taking breaks, he's calling all you guys douches. That's bullshit, because I'm number just... one, we haven't taken a break, and number two, kiss my ass, Sam. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, we got one more voicemail. Okay. Uh, let's, let's get through this one. Um, I This is from uh, I Love Cats 27. I'll show you. Hello, Mike and Sam. It is Robert Arbest, uh, author of Liquid yeah. Memorial and Ashton Memorial, but... But I'm calling to answer the horror noob question. Of course, any horror noob would need to be um, introduced to the wonders of zombie literature, and I would point them to Lakewood Memorial and Ashton Memorial. You don't say. <laughs> My wife is calling me a whore in the background, but I, that's for later I when she wish, ties Robert. me up. But, oh, yeah. 
Let's see. It's an interesting question. What would you show a horror noob? Um, I guess I would have to go with what I consider to be a classic. So I have to go with John Carpenter's Halloween as what I consider to be the best horror movie ever made. It's just a masterpiece of tension, and I would point them to that. I would show them the pinnacle, although maybe that's a mistake because, you know, then everything else would be downhill from that. Mm. But that's... That's a topic for another conversation. Perhaps yeah, you don't want to show to the shittiest ever. Yeah, right. Available so right now on Amazon.com. Oh, wait. Anyway, he's calling I, me a whore again. I talked but I'm not even plug. in the handcuffs yet, so I don't know what that's about. He certainly hasn't gotten out the whips. Anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. So nice. for, for what you missed, go to Amazon.com. Look up Ashton Memorial and Lakewood Memorial. Not in that order, though, because Lakewood's the first one. And I've actually read both, believe it or not. Sweet dude. Anyway, good movie. Awesome. I, it, I, it's hard to argue with that one, too. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is I don't know if you can just say, well, because, you know, I mean, it, though that is an awesome movie and there are mm-hmm. a few that evoke, you know, the, mm-hmm. the kind of, uh, you know, reaction from the audience. Did I say? Yeah. I, I said evoke, right? Okay. Yes. Um, there are so many different kinds of horror movies that it's mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I I just don't think that really applies. I think that there's so many different kinds that it's hard to put in the same, you know, in the same category as that one. So I right. think you're safe. Yeah. You do it. Good. Good. Awesome. All right. So here's the question for next week. Okay. And I'm not going to give an answer, even though I kind of already think that I may have one, but okay. I've really got to look at it. Okay. I want to know what the greatest on-screen kill is ever in <laughs> any movie. The greatest kill where you just thought that freaking kicked ass. Dude, I the already greatest know mine. kill. You already know yours? Are you going to tell us now or are you going to think about it for a week? No, I'm going to tell you right now. We'll see if All it's right. the same. Because I have one. I, I have, We're going to see if it's the same one that we're thinking of? I doubt it. Probably not. Mine is from Deadly Friend where uh, the girl who played the original Buffy, I can't remember her name, yeah. throws a basketball at uh, the evil mom from Goonies head and her head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the one I was thinking about. That's what I figured. I'm just my... teasing. I'm just teasing. That's just the first one that popped in my head. Yeah, the first one that popped in my head when I was thinking about this question because I thought where I just watched it, I mean, I freaking laughed my head off and I loved it, every second of it, uh-huh. was the dude that got uh, chainsawed up his crotch on Hatchet 2 and then his balls fell down. <laughs> Dude, uh, there's so, so many good ones. There's, there's so many good that ones. Yeah, these so would be funny. some good answers. That'd be yeah, awesome. This, is, this would be good stuff. So, yeah, favorite all-time kill on screen. Sweet, dude. All right, so it's it's been forever. Let's take a quick break, and okay. uh, we'll come talk about the shrine. Young man goes backpacking across the road, goes missing. Happens all the time. It's a dead case. <laughs> something up there in that forest and i want to find out what it is please marcus i need this how's it not moving
right, we're back talking about The Shrine from 2010. Uh, IMDb gave it a... 7.4. 5.6. Oh, shit. So, uh, you know what? That gives me a little hint about what you thought about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, I should just say 5.0 every time. You no, know, because that'd be no fun. Oh, okay. Dick, you'd ruin my whole, my whole <laughs> question there. Just kidding. Uh, it was directed by John Knotts, uh, who was Canadian. Actually, that bastard, dude. Have you ever seen uh, Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer? No. Okay, you need to go see this movie. Monster Slayer. Jack Brooks colon Monster Slayer. It's, oh, it's a great horror comedy. Um, it, he actually it was directed by the same guy who directed this. Okay. And the the funny thing is, is that is a complete horror comedy. It's it's played up for laughs. Robert England stars in it, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's just it, I I freaking love this movie, mm-hmm. and I think it I, I think it's great because John Knotts comes back, and I don't know if this is the next thing he did or anything, but he makes the Shrine, which was not even remotely a a um, a horror comedy. Hmm. You know, so, you know, good for him. Uh, he, he also helped write it uh, with yeah. Trevor Matthews and Brendan Moore. Trevor Matthews actually played um, uh, Jack Brooks. He, he was the he was the lead in that. Oh. And in this movie, he actually played Henrik, which was um, the blonde, the blonde like villager. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny because I believe, anyways, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but um, this movie takes place somewhere in Eastern Europe, and Mm -hmm. I believe that guy was foreign. I mean, he the the language that he the language he he just had the look and everything. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Well, he did it well enough to fool me, and I don't I don't know if that's saying much, but whatever. Um, it was also one thing about this movie too is, and I just wanted to quickly mention this. I don't want to get too much into it because this is Ferguson's territory and not me. Uh, it was it was scored by a guy named Ryan Shore who did The Girl Next Door. He also mm. did Jack Brooks' uh, Monster Slayer, Cabin Fever Two, um, Offspring, Vulgar. I don't know if you've seen Vulgar. It's I haven't seen that. Um, and I I really thought that that the that since this was such a, a moody film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, it owed a lot to the score. So um, oh, yeah. he actually won a lot of awards for it. But uh, the only one that counts was uh, he actually won the Director's Choice Award for Excellence at the Park City Film Music Festival uh, nice. for actually for Stan Helsing <laughs> of oh, all movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. So um, let's see. Um, I need you to have a soda, get some caffeine in you. Uh, so I don't yawn? Yes. Okay. Because I figure it's time to go over the... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got it out of the way. All right. You're a dick. Okay. So the plot of the shrine. Uh, And you you must know that uh, this was... uh, I I watched this for the first time a couple of weeks ago. So Mm -hmm. this was... I mean, this was all kind of uh, a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, film starts out uh, after, you know, I mean, you know how sometimes you'll get an opening sequence that's kind of intriguing and leads to, you know, what's going to happen. But yeah. basically, the film starts out rather plainly. Um, there's a girl named Carmen getting ready for her day. Um, you know, we, we we learn that her character is... Uh, Hold on a second. That's not how it started out. No, no. It started out with a part where the guy got killed. Yes. Well, I was yes. just saying we skipped that. that. I mean, that was the part I'm oh, talking oh. about that we just kind of oh, skipped okay. that. You know, I didn't even say who was in this. Uh, let me let me let me do that real quick. Um, Aaron Ashmore played Marcus. Cindy Sampson played Carmen. 
Uh, Megan Hepburn played Sarah, and Ben Lewis played Eric. And the first mm-hmm. scene is Eric, Eric getting murdered. Oh, okay, okay. And so, anyway, so, so so we go to this. I don't know how how old Aaron's supposed, to, or sorry, Carmen's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe in her in her upper twenties, low thirties, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, she lives with her boyfriend Marcus. And uh, you can tell that she's kind of a driven business, you know, she's, she's a reporter and she's really um, working on her career and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's... You can hope- tell by the way she got out of the shower. Oh, well, the way she got out of the shower, I was like, I just, it was, it was just awkward when her Blackberry fell out of her vagina. But, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, sorry, I just, I just had a picture of, the, of that part in machete. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the first part to me um anyway so i'll just say the carmen goes in talks to her boyfriend her boyfriend starts crying about that there's not enough time for him um you know in basically just some kind of a a wuss you know Mm -hmm. and i've got and i have to i have to admit that i almost turned it off at this point because in the first five minutes yeah. Here we have like this little lover's quarrel and this dude comes out looking like right. the biggest wuss and I'm like yeah. I do not give a shit yep. about these people yep. in their relationship yet. Yep. It, I yep. felt like it was way too early to drop that shit on me and I yep. I literally almost turned it off but I'm glad I didn't. Here we go Cloverfield. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yep. Dude, I thought the same thing. That is, you are exactly right. That's that's what killed Cloverfield for me. The yep. pr- the problem with Cloverfield is, is that shit lasted way too long. Yes, way exactly. too long. Yep. And this was, uh, thankfully, this was the only scene. This like was that. borderline. Yeah, I mean, it was it was started out that way. Well, and the, and the problem is too is you have this movie, you have these two attractive young adults, you know, and mm-hmm. so talking about this stuff and you know it's really important for people in their relationships and you know it's it's really kind of uh um as uh as illustrated by the walking dead all this you know this yes. soap opera bullshit you know yep. apparently is really important to a lot of people that who watch this kind of stupid shit but anyway right. thankfully that was all we really saw of that i mean there were a couple other like lines things like that but anyway mm-hmm. um I, in fact actually i was watching this with my wife and i was going to turn it off i'm like I'm not watching this shit, but she yeah. wouldn't let me. So she's uh-huh. like, no, we just found this and we're going to watch it and blah, blah, you know. And, yeah. and, and you know what's so funny about my wife is she, once she, like, gets into a movie, she's, like, hooked and she can't not finish <laughs> it. And so that yeah. that first scene where Eric yeah. gets murdered, uh-huh. I think kind of, like, you dr- dragged her in. But I was, like, I was, getting, I was ready to bail. That's so funny. Anyways, uh, we learned that, like, in a relationship with Marcus, her career as a journalist is in shambles. Um, I don't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she's relegated to do these silly little stories. Um, yeah. but and bees and bees, you know, you know, listen, bees are important. Okay. However, it's not as intriguing as something that she's been cooking up on her own. Basically what she's been uh, working on is she's found that there's been a group of people who have done the, hi, I'm going to Europe to backpack or whatever. And they've disappeared, but their luggage has showed up at random airports across the world. Mm-hmm. And specifically, she um, finds out that a guy named Eric was, maybe, I, I guess he was the most recent one to have this happen. And so basically, he, what, what she wanted to do is instead of going out and working on this B story like her boss told her, she took, she, she's decided to go talk about this, uh, you know, about the, this uh, mysterious disappearances and the, and the whole luggage deal. Well, so she visits Eric's mom, 
and uh, you know they talk and, and blah 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 whatever. She ends up finding Eric's journal, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hurry past. I'm gonna, I'm tr- gonna sure. try to skim over this because you need to watch the movie. It's a freaking awesome. But anyway, mm-hmm. she learns from that that um, there's just there was this place called Alvania, which is actually not a real place in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. but um, that he visited. And that was the last that that was the last journal entry, and apparently he was you know that that's a good means that it's a good place to start. Anyway, so he she gets her team together. She has kind of an assistant or something like that named Sarah, and uh, they grab Marcus, who is uh, apparently a photographer, and they head out uh, to solve the mystery of uh, these disappearances. Now, um, they they you know they go over there. I don't know. I think that we what we ought to do, especially with this movie, is avoid spoilers. Yes. But however, I do think that for some of the stuff that I do that I want to talk about, that there's going to be so. And I'm serious, people. You need to watch this movie before, because it, it you need to see it before yeah. anything gets spoiled. In fact, don't even watch the trailer because there's a split second in the trailer that uh, gives a little bit away. Oh, are you serious? Just, just like a split second. Yeah, but uh, just sucks. a flash, yeah. and you know. But so I so stay away from it. And and I'm serious, people. This is you, you don't want to get this one wrong. Yeah. Anyhow, so uh, they go up to Alvania, and it's really old style. You know, old style buildings, old you know, farming village. Uh, it's not like it's Amish or anything like that, but, uh, you know, they have cars, but most of the Mm -hmm. town, I swear, could have come out of like a a 19th century, early 20th century, Mm -hmm. you know, land, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we see guys gutting pigs in their garages and stuff like that. They're, you know, Mm -hmm. self-sufficient, you know, in a, you know, just like, uh, anyway, just like, I guess you would picture an Eastern European village from a hundred years ago. Anyway, so they're they're walking around. They're not the, the the locals aren't very friendly, and they seem suspicious of them. You know, they're giving them the bug eye and whatever. And the first, the, the they see a little girl, and they ask, yep. "Hey, little girl," and they make friend, try to make friends with the girl. Then they show him Eric's picture, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, have you seen this kid?" You know, and she just starts to act a little bit weird. Um, and then all of a sudden, her what I assume is either her dad or her older brother, uh, who is Jack Brooks, mm-hmm. um, comes up in in a you know basically tells them to, to, to go away. Yeah. Anyway, so they, you know, they, you know, to hurry and to get the story moving, um, they decided to kind of go and kind of explore the countryside. And one of the things that Eric had in his journal was the fact that there was kind of a batch of fog that was, uh, that, that just stayed put. You know, it, it was there the whole time. You know, it didn't move. And they came upon this, you know, uh, this 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 mysterious fog that was out there. And um, so they said, oh, well, let's go check that out. You know, this is this it's the, the fog still here. And they found it weird and whatnot. And, you know, it turns out that uh, uh, it was really weird. <laughs> but, yeah. um, well, you know, I don't think it's telling too much to uh, to go there. Anyways, on their way there. Um, the same guy that threatened him before had got some of his really tough buddies and threatened him and chased him away. Now, now the buddies, dude, were the biggest wussy looking dudes oh, I've yeah. ever seen. And that was, I, I just had to laugh at that. Cause there's one guy's like six foot, 120 pounds. Yeah. The Carmen could have kicked ass, you know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, and while all this is going on, they also see a really strange church with some weird looking clergy, mm-hmm. um, who the, the villagers are treating like royalty. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, so they they, they kind of get chased away, but they decide because because she is a very persistent journalist. Plus, if she doesn't get this story, her freaking career is shot. You know, to go check out that fog. Mm-hmm. So they head off, they drive around, make their way back to the fog, and it and this is like a really they, they come up to the fog and it's a really bizarre part and, and in fact a pretty unique uh idea here. Yeah. They debate a little bit, they get to the edge of the fog, they debate a little bit about what to do. Uh Sarah actually decides to, you know, to head into the fog. Um, and it, it's almost like when she goes into the fog, she get, gets kind of cut off. You know, they're yelling for her, but, you know, they're getting... Well, they were, they were arguing. They were arguing while she was kind of walking off into the fog. Absolutely. And then she disappears. And then when they turn around after they're done arguing, they realize that she's gone, so they kind of yell. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then like, there's a time lapse where it's supposed to make you think a lot of time went by, and then they decide... She still hasn't come out, so they decide they need to... Um, Figure out what's going on. So, yeah, so Carmen goes in there and, you know, sees if she can go retrieve her. And uh, uh, Carmen's in there for a little while. And basically all it is, she's walking around for, for a while. And, you know, just this really eerie. And I think this is one of the best parts of the mm-hmm. of the soundtrack, you know, or, or mm-hmm. of the score of the thing. Cause it was pretty, pretty weird. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus decides not to go in. And uh, as Carmen's got, come in, Sarah actually comes out of the fog. Yeah. And she seems dazed and confused and doesn't really say a whole lot. Um, and uh, you know, it's obvious that something happened, but we don't know what it is. Right. Well, anyway, so we join Carmen in the fog. She, you know, there's creepy whispers and noises and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, she's compelled towards a statue. And mm-hmm. the statue is like this strange gargoyle-looking thing, kind of yeah. like Pazuzu almost. Yeah. You know, maybe a cleaner Pazuzu, you know. Yep. And this is a great shot because when she comes upon this statue, the the camera's right at her back and puts her in between the statue so we don't see it until the camera kind of pan, uh, kind of moves right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we, we're presented with this statue. And honestly, the statue, um, you know, it, in and of itself, it wasn't really – I mean, it just looked like a, a regular old, uh, um, you know, gargoyle, full-size gargoyle. But um, with with everything else that's going on, it's really creepy with the with it the, with the um, noise and the fog and all this stuff. And she even walks around it, you yeah. know. And so she's off to the side of it, and where it was looking directly ahead before, she looks at it again, and it's looking right at her. And it actually starts like bleeding out of its eyes and mouth and stuff. Well, like that. It wasn't yeah. The, the, so it was looking straight at her, but when she went off to the side, that the body was still straight ahead, right? But that that the head and the neck had twisted to be looking straight at her. Absolutely, and yeah, at so. first, the first time that kind of caught me a little bit off guard. Me too, dude. It, but yeah, yeah. It freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> um, and so you know, I obviously, I mean that that's a bizarre thing, and and um, you know, she 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 eventually makes her way out of the fog, and um, she has the exact same kind of disorientation that Sarah had, um, you know. But whatever, it was really weird. But they start walking back. Um, they actually come across a little girl that they saw earlier, and then she tells them, and I assume that, that they thought it was because, um, you know, the adults weren't around, that she tells them she knows where Eric is. She takes him to mm-hmm. this, like, tomb thing, this underground, like, in a cave type of deal, this tomb. Yep. And uh, takes him to the back of the room where there are a dozen or so coffins, and they open one up. All the bodies have this white shroud on mm-hmm. uh, and kind of this metal mask on their faces, and their skin is withered and gray and gross yeah. and emaciated. 
And yep. they actually identify Eric by his tattoo. It's funny because they actually make a stupid point of of uh, showing what his tattoo looked like at his mom's house. But I guess it I guess it uh, it pays off because they can identify Eric's body. Yeah, there was, there would have been no way they could have identified him except for something like that. Right, but I thought that may have been a little heavy handed, but whatever. You know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So anyway, as they're kind of searching that place, the girl runs out and locks him in there. Um, but it doesn't last long because, you know, the guy's got a knife and he, and he starts taking off. However, um, well, okay, before, before, just before we go on here, I want to mention that Sarah is getting sick. You know, and I, and I forgot to mention that she's getting sick and, and, and there's kind of a progression of things that happen. First, it seems like she has something like cramps. And then secondly, she, you know, she threw up some blood and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, as they're going away from this tomb, uh, they, a group of ruffians meet them and uh, they actually haul ass, but the ruffians catch them. And, uh, you know, like, like I said, uh, they're going sick. And, but the thing is, is we also notice later that Carmen is kind of going through the same progression of sickness that Sarah mm-hmm. had been going through. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, in essence, what happens is they take the girls down to this tomb. And, uh, okay, so here's the deal. From here on out, seriously, people, because I, I really want to talk about some of these things. Yeah. yeah, some some of the things in this movie because I thought that they were freaking awesome. Oh yeah. But you need to see this movie before we talk about this, and I I, I will be really bummed if we spoil it for you. Okay. Dude, I, I hesitate. Like I, yeah, I hesitate to even go too far into the, any of well, the spoilers. I, well, the thing is, is there, there's a couple of really awesome things that I just wanted that I that I, I really really want to talk about. Yeah. So so here here's what we'll do. From here on out, fast forward this part until you hear. A song? How's that? Yeah, that sounds. And, good. and I'll, I'll throw a song in, and then uh, and then we'll do you know then we'll do our final things afterward. Okay. But but, but from here on, while we're going over the plot, let's uh, you know some of our observations or, or, or whatever. Okay. Um, you know, once you hear that song, then um, then you're then you're good to come back. How's that? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So, in essence, what happens? is they take the girls to this tomb, these these clergy, and, of course, the, the townsfolk, uh, the dudes from the town, I guess, are uh, kind of their henchmen is what it seems like. They take mm-hmm. them, they strip them, well, they take off their shirts, then they put them in these shrouds. Yeah. Um, they actually throw Carmen into a little cage in the in the in the uh, you know in the cave type thing, and, and and they and they lay Sarah upon what looks kind of like some kind of an altar or something like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. they tie her down with leather straps. So the clergy proceed to go through this this weird ritual, and we don't know what's going on because we don't understand a word they're saying. There, yeah, there's no subtitles. Yes, and they're speaking in what sounds like an Eastern European yes. language. And, I mean, I, I have no idea what it is or if it's real. Yeah. I assume it's real just because it, why would you put together a whole other language and blah, 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 but whatever. Right, right. So they're doing this thing, and what the, what happens is they get one of these masks that were on the dead, the, you know, the people in the coffins. However, we see that there are two giant spikes coming out of, you know, where the eye where the eyes are. So ba- yes. what means is that if you were to put that mask on somebody, that means that those spikes would go right through their eyes. Anyway, so you know they're doing this this whole ritual. They put the mask right over the over the you know the face of Sarah, and then the the clergy guy hammers did, it in. Did you talk about the cutting? I missed it. If you did, oh no, no, I did not. Yeah, so they they slit they slit her wrists, 
and then they slit her that her uh, Achilles tendons on her feet. Yeah, I, I thought it's because they're about to make a human centipede, but but uh, <laughs> they they went a different way. They did. Anyways, while all this is going on, Marcus is digging graves. I assume it's his own grave, and there's one uh, Alvanian dude kind of watching over him. Um, and as he's doing this, you know, there were, there were actually two Alvanian guys and one was kind of the, you know, kind of a, he seemed more friendly. Yeah. He, you know, he didn't really want to, you could tell that he wasn't really comfortable with what was going on, but you know, the other guy was, uh, seemed like the boss and he had the gun and whatnot. So anyways, the guy who seemed a little nicer took off, uh, but it's Marcus somehow overpowered, you know, smacked the guy in the face when he wasn't looking with the shovel. And so he escaped, got the gun, and went to rescue Carmen and Sarah at the at the uh, tomb. Anyhow, so he gets there, and he actually is successful saving Carmen. And now this is when all the awesome, the really awesome stuff starts to happen. And, uh, okay, so uh, as we were talking about, you know, Carmen was going through this progression of sickness, um, you know, and just like Sarah did, except for she started to go a little bit further. They show as they're running away, they show up at this farmhouse and um, Marcus sees that they have a truck. So they so he runs in with his gun and threatens the family. Give me the keys to the truck or I'll shoot you, whatever, you know, and ends up tying them up and, and you know, everything like that. However, now, seriously, if you guys if you guys are still around and you haven't seen this. The spoilers. This is like the real, real, real spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. Right. Seriously, don't be right. a dick. Go right. watch this movie first. Yeah. Anyway, so Carmen starts to go through all sorts of weird hallucinations, and she's like, "See, well, why don't you describe it for us?" So she she starts seeing these. It's it's and, and they kind of flash to them with Sarah as well. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And so. It's like these uh, melted, bloated pumpkin faces, right? That that have teeth. I mean, they're really gory, ugly, just freaky looking. And so everybody has one that she's looking at, and, and it's just like like this little kid has one, and he's got his hands up to his face like the Home Alone thing. <laughs> More, but, yeah, kind of like, like the like scream. Melted, right. Yeah, dude. But he's like this melted pumpkin-y looking, really freaky looking thing. And so she's getting really nervous about it. But everybody looks like that. Everybody's got... Including Marcus, who yep. she starts to get a little freaked out about because she she hallucinates that Marcus is coming after her. She mm-hmm. runs into this room and starts kind of going through this weird metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently what has happened is she's become a, uh, possessed by, you know, this uh, the statue. Mm-hmm. Seeing that statue does something to you, allows a, a demon to write. You know, it, it's at this point where she actually yell, belts out this huge scream, which alerts all the people who are searching for him where they're at. Right. And anyway, so she starts turning into this uh, kind of almost like a Reagan McNeil. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it's really, in the way they did it, didn't seem cheap, didn't seem like it copied off of them or anything like that. Yeah. It yeah. was really, really creepy to me. Yes. And it, you know, in, in the way she she started talking and in this different language and in the way her voice sounded with the way that her lips were moved, you know, oh, it was just mm-hmm. really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was really creepy. But all of a sudden, these guys show up, these clergy members show up, and they start to kind of do this exorcism, this rite of exorcism. You know, they they start to flip 
holy water. I can't remember. Was that did they do that? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just yeah. No, they did. No, yeah. Anyway, and so in essence, what happens? In like seriously, people, if you're still here and you haven't seen it, you are a dick. Because because I'm not going to do the ending justice, and because it was a really cool climax, it was yep. really awesome. But I'm just going to say they they in essence kill Carmen the same way they killed uh, Sarah and and the, yep. and the people in the other. Anyway, so now, in my opinion, I mean, and we won't get, and we'll you know this is still spoiler territory, so so you know nobody's come back till they hear the music mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, there, this is. To me, this was a, an awesome movie. Now, and I'll only talk about the spoilers um, as as to why it was an awesome movie for me. Now, um, and then we'll get back to you know talking about it more generically okay. in a minute. Okay. But um, I think one of my favorite things about this movie is that much of it, like we said, was spoken in some kind of Eastern European language. No uh-huh. subtitles. Uh-huh. We had no idea what was being said. Right. But we were led by visual cues in such a way that we felt like we could figure out what was going on, yes. you know. And we kind of we felt like we kind of had an idea of what they were saying. Um, however, it turns out that it's that, that this film turn, turned uh, or used the, these the horror cliches kind of mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. kind of what we become used to in horror movies against us. So yeah. we made assumptions uh, about what was going on, but we made bad assumptions yeah but they 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 fed it to us they let us know what's going on you know oh here's this creepy um cult religion you know Uh these cold and xenophobic locals are just ignorant they don't know what we're doing and uh uh in essence it turns out that these were the good guys they were the good guys and they were trying to stop those idiots from going to the fog exactly And, and, and you thought you thought that they were trying to hide a secret, exactly. but it was because they were trying to, to keep them away from the fog because they knew that when they went up there, that, and even, you know, at the very end, they, you know, there's a question that's asked. It was too brief for my liking, but still, um, you know, there's a question asked, well, why is that fog there? Right. But, you know, they're trying to stop them from doing this, and um, and so you think that it's it's for a different reason, and then, and then the killing and all that kind of stuff, it's some cultish religion. But, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I, I think that that was so huge, the way that they used the language and at the, for us not to know. At the end, was I was like, oh, you suckers. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, the, you freaking got me. one problem, the, there's there, there's two problems with this movie. And since mm-hmm. the last one is a spoiler, I'm going to say them now. The first one was that stupid-ass opening scene where I almost turned it off. Yeah. Um, and the second one is, is the variant scene after... They they kill Carmen in, in the scene you're talking about because um, here, here's the problem during the the final fight with Carmen um, they the um, Henrik the the you know kind of the main henchman guy was using body language and visual cues to have Marcus help destroy Carmen yeah now and I thought that was pretty profound in the fact because you know it's like oh you know they don't need to know the same language he gets it he you know he yeah. came to figure it out the end however at the very last part all of a sudden Heinrich speaks English so it's like oh well, why didn't you just tell me to do that and why didn't That's you just tell me what's point. going on I and I that really bugged me because mm-hmm. of how awesome this movie was so in my mind I'm gonna mm-hmm. pretend that last that last part didn't happen especially okay. especially since um, all they really offered is, well, why did this happen? Oh, it's a curse. It's just been here. There's no undoing That's exactly it. what he said. That and, was it. And they didn't really give you any backstory or anything like that. So it's like, oh. why even have that? Why right. ruin 
this, you know, that, that, you know, in my opinion, it, it, it ruined that, you know, the battle part with him knowing English. But like I said, in my mind, that didn't happen. Yep. I'm okay. going to agree with you hundred percent. But anyway, so, you know, um, I, I think, I think that's basically, um, it with the, with the spoilers, unless you got any. No, I think, I think that that was it. I mean, you took us right to the end and exactly what happened. So I think, no, I think that's good. I think we should play a song. All right, let's play a song real quick.
That was sweet. All right. You so, guys, and all you guys that had to skip uh, and and didn't get to hear the spoilers, screw you for not watching this movie already. No, seriously, you guys. Go watch this movie, yes. because it because it's great. Um, you know, there, I mean, like I mean, I, I mentioned during the spoiler section, there was a couple of issues I had with this movie, um, and there were also, I, I mean, this was a, a fairly low budget movie, and it was an indie film. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the budget was like 1.5 million Canadian. I mean, and that's more than a lot of movies that that, that we've watched. But I mean, it's you know, it. I, I think that except for a few spots where you know the the low budget was apparent like some kind of the green screen stuff didn't quite look natural right maybe a little bit of the of the uh the fog cg didn't quite look 100 percent natural but i mean that's really common with with low budget cg you know which i think they spent half the budget teaching the little girl how to have a eastern european accent maybe maybe but because i mean it was convincing Oh yeah, absolutely. So it was like I said, I was shocked. I'd seen Jack Brooks, and I was mm-hmm. shocked to know that to find out that Heinrich was him because I I never would have guessed. I would never would have so guessed him. And um, I liked him too. I liked him in this movie, so I you know I'm gonna go back and it's it's a totally different to movie, it. and he is it, yeah. Go see Jack Brooks Monster Slayer. It's really funny. And uh, it's—I mean—but don't expect it to be anything like this. But it's good. Though. No, absolutely. I think on the good scale, it's just as good. Yeah. But it's—you know—it's just so much different. Yeah. Anyway, um, it, there was one piece of symbolism in this movie, though, that I want to mm-hmm. mention real quick, okay. because it hit me so profound and it really damaged me for life. <laughs> um, you know the tomb that we that we talked about—the you know where they go down and mm-hmm. they did all the ritual stuff like that. Did you happen to notice the the door handles on that thing? No. It was the exact same door handles that the old El Matador had on it when we worked oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah, remember those, those big giant ones? Yeah. And uh, I just wonder if at El Matador, if there's something going on that we didn't know about. Wow. <laughs> those weren't those weren't chicken enchiladas we were baking up. No, those were fetuses. Oh, my. Wow, that's awful. So what did you think? You know, I, I loved this movie. Um, I loved it for a lot of different reasons. Like you, it kind of started off slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it overcame that really quickly. I thought the acting was very good in it. I didn't think it was too much of a stretch. Um, all the parts, they, it didn't have to come out of left field to make stuff work. Mm-hmm. Um, it just told a story. It went along with the story. The people fit with the story, and I you know I, I really enjoyed the ride. It was an hour twenty four, uh-huh. so you're not looking at something overly long. Well, I thought it was um, pretty tight. Yeah, you know you I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, I was a little bit, I thought that the, the fog parts, like trying to get into the fog, were a little bit long. But then you look at, at the movie and, and uh, you know, how it all shakes out. And you know, now I understand why mm-hmm. um, there was so much care taken during those parts. Right. So, overall, I mean, I loved it. I you, thought it was really You know, what's funny is uh, when I watched this the first time, I didn't watch it for the show. I mm-hmm. watched it because Ferguson said, oh, dude, you need to check out the shrine. So I was like, okay. You know, yeah. Fer- Ferguson, now, okay, so I love Ferguson, okay? Yeah, right. But he watches a shit ton of movies that just suck balls, and he yeah. loves them. Yeah. He yeah. loves them. So yeah. I was kind of like, I, I was, it's on Netflix Instant, so you can go watch it. And so if you if you didn't go through spoilers, you have no excuse not to watch it. It's on Netflix Instant. Anyway, yes. <clears throat> anyway, so, um, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to watch it. Might as well watch it. And I got to that first part, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I am not watching this. 
I have, yeah. and, and Ferguson probably loves this stuff, but I hate it, so I'm not even yes. gonna watch this. But my wife made me watch it anyway. So I fell asleep, not because, like, like I said, people, because it was late, not because it was boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 about we started it about um, you know maybe maybe ten after twelve or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And about one thirty, my wife slaps me in the back. Yeah. And I, I I made it to about the 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 fog scene. I I don't uh-huh. even I didn't even see the the statue. Yeah. I made it to the fog scene the first time. Didn't see the statue. And my anyway, so that's where I fell asleep. My wife slaps me, wakes me up, and, and gets mad at me because this movie scared the shit out of her so bad. <laughs> now of course, I, I the next day I got home from work and uh, and I, I I sat and watched the rest of it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, and that and that kind of uh, that kind of balanced out Ferguson's opinion of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, because it scared her so bad. But but no, man. I mean, this, and, and the thing is, is it, it was also such a surprise because it came out of left field. And I mean, I think one of the reasons we do a lot of '80s movies is mm-hmm. because I mean, even though we say we watch all these movies and stuff, we don't. I don't really watch a, a, enough to be able to watch shitty movies, you know, and and be happy with it. I want to, every movie I want to watch. I want it to be at least decent. Right. So I don't feel like I wasted my time. I think that's why we've been doing a lot of these older movies is because it's like we those are tried and true, you right. know. And if nothing else, like with Nightmare City, if if nothing else, at least it has the atmosphere that I like, and you know, at least we, I can look at it from that point. Right. But you know, and then when we see this one. This was kind of a it was really clean looking. You know, mm-hmm. it, it really looked like, you know, and and this is a whole thing. And I don't know if I if we want to get into this. Too, but the thing is, is how do you know with so many movies coming out because it's it's becoming less and less difficult to first of all to create a movie and distribute a movie. It's so easy, you know, to, to you know there. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I know exactly what it's like, but all I'm saying is on Netflix there's a shitload of movies that right. all just kind of seem to be. I'm mean, not the same thing, but they but there's nothing that would pick them out from a crowd to me. You know, I mean, I you could read blogs and stuff like that, but but people's opinions vary. I mean, even even to the point where I don't really even trust a lot of my friends' opinions. Right. You know, especially on newer movies. On older ones is fine because you know, because I'm you know I'm I'm already predisposed to really enjoy those. But on newer right. ones, it's a little bit tougher for me. But without Ferguson bringing this up, I don't know how I would have chosen this. You know, as opposed to, you know, something like Fear House or, you know, some stupid. Right. No, I agree. I mean, the picture would look kind of weird, but to me, it reminded me of uh, The Ring. Uh, maybe. Yeah, Just because the hair. Totally. Because I didn't, I, I didn't really look close to see what was You're on talking the about the cover. In, the cover it's like, but on Netflix. There's a like, tons I, of covers of movies that are. look good, you know. No, and, and you know, honestly, with the, the name The Shrine. I probably would not have checked. I mean, I scrolled through that several times and didn't watch it. Exactly. Fact, it, it was funny that, that, you know, I had scrolled through it a few times, um, even after you said we were going to watch it. <laughs> and I, I didn't even realize it. And then, you know, once I, you know, once Sunday rolled around and I decided to watch the movie, mm-hmm. um, then then I was like, oh, my gosh, this was one that I, I, I scrolled through and I do recognize right. it from, from that. So, no, it was, it's like you said, I think any more... When we're looking for movies that stand on their own, that are not copycats, that are not the same freaking story rehashed over and over, I think, I, I hope, I hope that we bump into those right. and that people can tell us about those because these are the types of movies that I want to watch. I don't want the same rehashed bullshit exactly. every single time. You know, and I want to watch different stuff. And it's not like this was completely unique. 
because right. you know however it was first of all it was unique enough so go mm-hmm. after yourself but number mm-hmm. two the way they approached it and with the language thing that we talked about during the spoiler section which we won't bring yeah. up again here was was just was really cool yeah you know and it's like yeah. i mean that is the first time and i say this this is the first time that i have it's ever worked out in a movie like that and of course i'm going to get kind of like this is i said about the human centipede too this is the first movie where it was the first movie was actually or the first sequel the first movie is actually a movie yeah, and right, so that's the right. only one i can think of so i'm, I'm sure if, if, the, if you can think of anything that, ha- that well, uses language in the same way kick it's my funny you say that because i had to keep reminding myself that i didn't download this illegally from somewhere uh-huh. and it was missing the subs <laughs> you know i did the same thing i'm like oh shit man i'm sure i'm missing that. i'm like oh wait a second this is right netflix. this is on netflix this has got to be legit <laughs> Oh, the problems of uh, pirates. Anyway, that's right. I don't know. Listen, listen, we're not pirates. That was a complete metaphor and another one of our hilarious jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So nobody. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I I did learn a couple things. Okay, what'd you learn? I learned that uh, ghosts are dicks. That they come into your bedroom and yell, "Leave me alone!" But they came into your bedroom to yell, "Leave me alone!" Yeah. So that was one thing I learned. Dicks. Uh, about, about halfway through this movie, Carmen and Sarah really wish they were investigating bees. Yes. And the last one is, if you could speak Alvanian, there wouldn't have been any twists to this movie. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Those are the three things I learned. I, I only learned one thing, and that All was, right. uh, that, was uh, um, that if you date a girl with a Blackberry, you're going to die horribly. <laughs> Chances are. Keep that rim device out of here. <laughs> no, but no, it's funny that it's funny that you bring that up uh, with the if you know Albania, there's no there's no twist. Yeah. But, oh, it's great. I I I totally love that. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Who else said that? Yeah, but I turn it off when I'm with you. That was a chick trying to turn off the vibrator habit. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna have to start brushing up on our Polish. That's a chick with the vagina dentata who nicknamed her incisors Polish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then uh, they're hiding something up in those trees, and I need to find out what. That was Angry Birds. Oh, nice. (laughs) And then where's Carmen? And that was everybody looking for Carmen Sandiego. Right. I, I figured that I actually had that same <laughs> thought. I was like, how can I get aware? No, no Sam's going to do it. Just kidding. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't yeah. think, I don't know. Uh, I only got one who else said that. It's my okay. head hasn't been in this relationship lately. That was a leper to his girlfriend after the time he told the hooker to keep the tip. <laughs> I love that joke. All right. All right so, my, oh, go ahead. Mike, my kick to the balls. Was for Lydia for saying she only spoke a little English, but ended up having full conversations. Right. I got I got, I got a few uh, yeah. knots for the first and the last scenes of the movie, uh, yeah. ex- except for the very very first pre you know opening right. credit scene, uh, the lovers quarrel, and then and then that last scene. That really, I just wish those two scenes. Well, the first scene's not so bad, mm-hmm. but I wish that last scene just did not happen. That's all I got. Yep. And then Six Degrees, thank heavens, I actually went to IMDb for this mm-hmm. because I couldn't remember the guy's name, the guy that plays Marcus. His name's Aaron Ashmore. It wasn't. It was he in, uh, like, X-Men or something? No, he wasn't. Uh, does he look like that guy totally? It's his twin. Shut up! Yeah, dude, because I, I was just going to go start with X-Men, 
and freaking get there real quick. I, I, no so way, because I, I totally thought that was... Oh, that Me makes too. perfect sense. All right. The whole time, I thought it was the guy from X-Men. His name, The guy from X-Men is named Sean Ashmore. This guy's name is Aaron Ashmore. So uh. the whole time, I thought it was X-Men. And so, seriously, luckily, I did not just go to IMDb and start with X-Men. I went to uh, the Shrine. And the funny thing is, is when I went to the Shrine and looked up Aaron Ashmore, I started scrolling down his credits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Where the shit is X-Men? I know that he's in that. What is going on? And so then I went over to X-Men, and it said Sean Ashmore. And I just recognized the name Ashmore. I'm like, what the f- What the hell is this? Why is he? They've made a mistake on IMDb. I can't wait to call them out on it. Right. And then going back and forth a couple times, and I read his bio. He says, oh, he was born a couple of minutes before his twin, Sean Ashmore. I'm like, are you sh- They look exactly the same. They do. So anyway, so Sean Ashmore, or Aaron Ashmore, who was in the Shrine, was also in Servitude with Dave Foley, who was in Sky High with Bruce Campbell. Dave Foley. Yep. Yeah, I love that guy. He's Canadian, too. He is Canadian, that bastard. (laughs) So uh, so, uh, I get this a bone saw. Okay. Listen, dude, I, I... I would give this a bone saw if it wasn't for that last scene. Listen, I you said it didn't happen. I and I'm I say can't, it didn't it's in my head now though, dude. But the problem with that is, is that it was five. It was literally ten seconds. It was it, ten seconds. This is as high a buy as you can get. Right. I, I I can't do it because that last scene. I just don't know what Knotts was thinking. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. In mm-hmm. fact, if it ended before that and it didn't come back after it faded to black after the climax, yeah, the movie would have just been. Awesome. We didn't yeah. need anything else. I didn't need to know anything else that happened. Yep. You know, it was all there. It was all presented to you. That last scene dinged it for me, and I was bummed. But other than that, I I really loved this movie. It's amazing. I had I haven't watched a new movie that I've mm-hmm. loved this much in a, a long, long time. Me neither. I just this was so good, and so you know this is this is easily a bone saw for oh, me, yeah, and good. I like that you give it a high buy. So we're on the same page on this thing because it was it was fantastic. It was Absolutely, so I'm gl- nice. I'm glad you liked it because I I, I mean I, I assume that you would like it kind of, uh-huh. but we didn't talk about it and I was like, oh man, because yeah. I, I hope that I wasn't going to like drool all over this movie like I did, and then uh, and then I you'd be like, no, it was stupid. Like, this freaking sucked. Exactly. No. no, it was it was really good, and I always tell my brother, I'm like, listen, dude, if I give something a bone saw, it's 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 really freaking because he's always asking me, he's like. You guys give some ratings to movies that I think suck so bad. I don't know if you guys are being serious or not, or what are you doing? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm always being serious. Yeah, no, I'm I'm being serious. I mean, yeah, so, you know. We take this shit seriously, people. I have to realize that that I I have a horror audience, and so. We have responsibility. Different different things that I appreciate, but uh, when I give a movie a bone saw, it's (laughs) because I would want everybody in the world to freaking watch this thing. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Well, I'm glad you liked it as much as I did. Yeah. So that's good. That's really good. Thank you to Ferguson for suggesting it. Uh, yes. Um, but then again, he you know he also told me that he's going to go see the new Twilight and enjoy oh. it. So and like seriously, because Ferguson. he loves he loves to watch the shitty. No, stuff. he doesn't. No, he loves. Oh, wait, it. He loves to watch the shitty stuff. Oh, oh yeah, he I loves. I thought you were going to tell him he loves Twilight. Oh, uh, I don't know. You have to talk to him. I guarantee you're going to see that before I do. Um, maybe I might because yep, you will. I. Listen, being the wonderful husband that I am, mm-hmm. I will probably see this. <laughs> you will. And and the reason why I get out of it is because my wife 
doesn't want to go see those with me. She's got sisters-in-law that they, they love to go watch these movies. And, and number one, my wife is not that excited to see this one because she freaking hates Kristen Stewart. And then the second reason is um, she, if she does go see it, she'll go see it with her sisters. So you're and basically, you're basically so you out, have a – it's kind of like you're at the consulate. You, you can't break a law. You're like yeah. a foreign consulate. You're immune. You have immunity. I am. I have immunity. I will. I will not have to watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, I promise you. I've I'll read the it. books. I've read the books. I'll admit that. And the fourth book was the best, but then it ended like shit. Yeah. Either way, I figure. I figure I'll forget all about it when I get laid later that night. So. Yeah, that's what, a great what are you point. gonna do? <laughs> I'll get laid just for letting her go. Just kidding. Damn it! I wish I could just get laid for letting her know. All right. Anyway. Uh, okay. Right. So, uh, question, repeat the question of the episode for us, will you? Question of the episode is: What is your all-time on-screen favorite kill in a movie? I want to know. You know, you can set it up. Tell us what happens. You know, whatever movie it is, but I want to know what the best all-time kill is and what happens. Sweet. Call it in to two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. 206-339-2730. And although we do appreciate emails, Sam from somewhere Portland. in the Portland. east, Portland, 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 from the east. I thought it was Portland, Maine. Oh, maybe it is. Okay, yeah. you said Sam from Portland. I, I assumed Oregon. My bad. You dumbass. Just kidding. I am. No. But we do really relish when we get voicemails. Yeah. So, anyways, call call us and let us know what's going on. And anyway. you can even laugh and call me a pussy. <laughs> in fact if you do you get bonus points it's bon yeah it's freaking awesome uh, i don't know so i mean i'm i'm really happy with this movie i'm i'm yep. i you know i i recommend it go out and get it uh it was fun to talk about so i'm good to go yeah, i'm good to go you got anything else for us no i don't think so do we know what we're doing for another next episode you know i have no idea what we're doing okay. for the next episode well i'm really going to put forth some effort it's tuesday night uh-huh I'm working, uh, you know, most of the day tomorrow, but I've got some, you know, time off, uh, four days to think about it. Right. So maybe what we ought to do is tomorrow think about it, and then we play basketball Thursday morning. We'll Let's decide. Do Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so from the Cadaver Lab, we'll see you later. Happy Thanksgiving.